Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everybody, I'm your host Marcus, and joining me today we got the one, the only Batty B, the lovely. Hello! Yeah. What an intro. What an intro, yeah, back to read some lore. Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do, I guess, with you lately. Well, that's... That's a lie, (laughs) I lie to everybody. You're just lying now, okay. Uh, Well, the point of this is we read... 40k short stories we're here to talk about women empowerment (laughs) all of the things you know yeah 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 is why i'm here i guess yeah 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 i picked out the perfect little short story that somebody submitted this somebody's name is julian and yeah it's just a little short story uh about sisters of battle and we're gonna put on some voices it's gonna be Uh fun it's gonna be a fun little play yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh the story is called oath of the shield Our mind, body, and spirit rock. Our faith, the mortar that binds us in an impenetrable bulwark. I shall be the castle that protects the emperor and the shield that protects our brothers and sisters. Zethia is one of many planets that lie in the outskirts of the Imperium's reach. Generally, Zethia is a very generic planet, its inhabitants mostly provide food for the Imperium, as the planet is very luscious. Its location in the so-called Goldilocks zone of a star is prized and relatively rare. Life is peaceful, especially after the war over the planet a century ago. News of the Crusades sometimes reach the planet, but these messages are often disregarded. After all, the planet has been liberated long ago, so it does not affect them. Sierra is a young girl who lives on one of Zethia's many farmsteads. Like others, her life is pretty much uneventful. She works on the farm day in, day out. Uh, the work leave much. The work doesn't leave much room for thought. No, the work leaves much room for thought. Sierra likes to daydream. In her head, she constructs scenes where something spectacular happens, something to break the stale way of life. But, at last, nothing ever happens. It was late in the evening, after a long day of hard labor, when she was sat at her window in her room in a loft. 
Sierra was staring off into the darkness, her mind wandering off again. She wondered if she'd be struck on a life of the far stuck on the life of a farm like her parents and grandparents before her. Then she remembered what one of her guardsmen of the Imperium told her about the God Emperor of Mankind. How he was very powerful, and all went according to his will. A deep sigh escaped her lips. Who doesn't shoot always misses, she thought. But how does she approach this? Something to note about Zethia is that compared to the other planet, the faith is rather their faith is ra rather weak. There is an ample communication with the core of the Imperium. It's the guardsmen who often seek the Emperor of Mankind and his faith. But they also speak of the God Machine, often quick, quickly stating that it's heresy, like the other Chaos Gods out there. Sierra got down on her knees and faced the window. With some hesitation, she spoke up. Um, Mr. God Emperor, is it true that you can hear and see everything? All that goes as you will it? Could you make my life less? Boring, please. Sh she shook her head. What was she doing? Sierra sat back at the window and contemplating what she did. She, she seemed crazy, speaking to this god as if he would uh, change her boring life. Night began to set on the planet. Darkness washed over the fields. Tonight would be the longest night in the planetary cycle. Sirens shrieked through the silent night. Sirens. <laughs> Sierra sat up in the bed. She quickly scrambled downstairs to seek her parents. They had gone outside, evidently as the front door was wide open. She slipped on her slippers and went outside in her nightgown. In the distance, she heard rumblings and screams. Fires lit the horizons as carriers of guardsmen flew overhead to the chaos. A few sat down on the fields nearby. Guardsmen swarmed out. They told everyone to hide. An enemy of an unknown enemy had attacked them in mass. Sierra's parents quickly dragged her from the storm shelter located a bit away from the house. Sierra's looked out Sierra looked out over the field before she was dragged into the shelter. She saw how strange vehicles appeared over the horizon. The guardsmen opened fire on it. Their las rounds lit up the fields, revealing humanoid shapes clad in ornate armor. A few giant figures walked across the field firing strange beams that disintegrated men on contact. They were already stuck for several hours. The horrible memories of a distant slaughter played on repeat in their heads. The sounds of battle had slowly began getting closer to them. She cried softly. Had her prayer caused this? She has asked for more excitement. Did the god emperor heed her prayer? She thought The thought sickened her, but it also sparked resolve. She sat down on her knees, praying to this god-emperor, the machine god, any god that would listen to her. Something hit the underground shelter. The top caved in. When the dust settled, Sierra saw her parents were nowhere to be found. Blood pooled under the rubble of the cave-in. The terrified girl escaped the shelter through the top. The sky was filled with thick, thick clouds of smoke. There was a fire all around her. The guardsmen were already pushed back to her farmstead. The house was leveled. Screeching creatures with long white masks and red hair charged the lines, slaughtering the men with a wicked yet elegant efficiency. One of them saw Sierra, screeching and ran over. One of the guardsmen yelled how Sierra should run 
as he body-checked the creature to the ground. However, it was of little effect, as the thing killed the man as it got back up. Sierra ran. She hid in the rubble of the house. All seemed lost. Not a, that didn't seem. It was lost. She was going to die in a horrid way. She curled up and cried. A new sound drowned out the chaos of a battle. A loud choral music blasted through the air. It was a song, but unlike anything she'd ever heard. Sierra got up and peeked over from her hiding spot. The loud music seemed to affect the creatures to some extent. Perhaps they had sensitive hearing or just angered them more. Guardsmen cheered for they knew what was happening. Giant structures pierced the clouds, slamming down into earth with thunder, a thunder slam. Structures of marble adorning riches and artifacts. Reinforcements of the Imperial Guard flew in behind the structures, dropping off massive cannons that began to fire on the enemy, advancing enemy. Sierra could not believe her eyes. A nearby, she heard footsteps. A creature that had tried to tr attack her had found her now. She ran across the field to the massive cannons, but they were too far. The girl tripped and fell on the remains of some soldier. She closed her eyes as she knew this was the end. However, she was proven wrong yet again, as the sound of a metal clank and the mad shriek made her eyes open. She could not believe what she saw. Between her, the creature stood, a person clad in golden armor with purple robes. They were wielding a weapon and a shield made of dark-looking metal. The creature shrieked again, and they engaged in battle. Sierra froze in place as she watched the two fight fiercely to the death. Then, they seemed even. The creature seemed more adept at attacking, but it was evened out by the solid defense of Sierra's savior. In the end, the person in the gold managed to knock the creature prone with a mighty blow of their shield. A shot to the head of the creature with a bolt round secured the victory over this enemy. The person turned around and kneeled near the terrified girl. They took off their helmet, revealing <clears throat> the soft face of a woman with long, white hair. Do not worry, little one. There is no reason to be afraid now that we are here. You are safe. The woman spoke with a surprisingly soft tone. She seemed friendly and trusting, enough to make Sierras feel more at ease. Who are you? Sierras asked. I am Evelyn Dungarian, sister of the shield. Your wishes were heard, Sierras. My, my wishes? Sierras asked, now confused. Yes. Your wishes. For someone to come and save you. Our god, the god-emperor of mankind, has heard you and send us to come save you. Though you should watch who else you ask, young one. Other gods are wicked and tricky. Evelyn added the last part strictly, as if she was schooling a class. She then picked up Sierras and began to walk away from the cannons and fighting, towards another fortification that was dropping further back. In this building, there was many more like Evelyn. They all glanced around at a pair with curiosity. Evelyn brought Sierras to the top floor, where there was a wo another woman. She was observing the battle. Canoness, I found her, she stated. The canoness turned to the pair and inspected the girl. Good work, sister. I have another task for you. Train this one, for she has potential. 
Train her in our ways, she shall be a part of the bulwark of mankind, but not like any other ordinary stone. She will be the chosen, that is the foundation to all. Our chosen shield, the god emperor wills it so. Later, Sierras learned that her home was attacked by a na Xenos named Drukhari, wicked beings that enjoyed pain and suffering. The Sisters of the Shield took her in as the initiate. Evelyn trained her personally in the both combat and faith. These sisters were unlike most other orders, who valued a good attack over anything. This order takes more of an iron hand. They had worked together in the past and realized that a good defense is the basis for a victory. The bonds with the Astro Militarum are also way closer, as their forces and artillery often sit behind the lines, pounding the enemy lines with shells as they enjoy the safety of the Sisters of the Shield. But above all, Sierras had noticed that they were more kind and forgiving than other orders. Where others absolutely eradicated any heretic, the Shield Sisters seen more opportunity to convert, unless they are unsavable. And Sierras shall be their chosen shield. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, that was a great story. You did some fantastic voices. <laughs> you surprised? <laughs> Very surprised. <laughs> Honestly, that was the most stressful thing I've ever done. <laughs> uh, no, you nailed it. Uh, fantastic. Okay, so I don't know if this plot twist is intentional, but I really kind of like it. So this girl prays, and she's like, I live a boring life. Yeah, like she, entertain me. Yeah, so she <laughs> prays, and these people come, and they're like, we answered your prayers. Meanwhile, this girl's like, holy fuck, my prayers have been answered. Wow, this is crazy. But literally, that chick, I feel like, would have said, we are here to, a we, we answered your prayers. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. being attacked. Yeah. You know, but it plays into it. And then it even goes into it a little further. So, I really, I'm really curious what this guy actually, where he kind of lands on this. Uh, am I being conspiratorial? I don't know. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll get a little deeper here. <laughs> so, in the end, he says, um... The, the final canonist talks about trainer in the way she shall be a part of the bulk work of mankind, but not like any other ordinary yeah. storm. She will be the chosen that is the foundation of all our chosen shield. Uh, the so I thought this was interesting. Go on. Yeah. So then again, that almost sounds prophetic mm. until you realize, at least the way I pick it up, the, the order is called the oath of the shield. So once again, they would say this line to every new recruit as if you right. are the chosen shield. Like, right, because it's so important. Yeah, like we all are all the chosen shield. Well, and they talked about conversion more than defeat. And I like that. Like yeah. it's very like you get to be part of this. Yeah. It's like yeah, 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 sacred yeah. oath and you're just as important as all the rest of us. Yeah, but meanwhile, I really like that Sierra will go her whole life and this will even solidify her faith in the God Emperor yeah. thinking the God Emperor actually answered my prayer like, in the weirdest so way possible. Yeah. But he still did it. So and that's... this poor girl thinks she's important. <laughs> yeah. She just carries on life thinking. Yeah, and now will become a sister of battle and, you know, be a pious zealous i like it i mean yeah. i've always liked the sisters of battle i don't know much about 
all of it, but I like them. They, yeah, got, they got some good great energy. Ma- makeup, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I almost painted one once. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> eh. You painted a Drakari once, so that's the enemy, you, um, Dark Eldar. Did I? Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh. Uh, but um, when he was describing the Dark Eldar, I never really picked it up. I was very curious, mm. and I only knew it was Dark Eldar when he told me. Maybe I li- would have liked to see a little more details about them yeah. that would have kind of individualized yeah maybe if he would have said like he's seen them dragging a people away in their hover ships like taking prisoners just something that they do more yeah specific to them yeah more specific to there are people there that committed atrocities of yeah. war you which know? i hear everybody's doing yeah, in the 40k world even in our world yeah. this is like so uh no i thought this was a great story i really liked it i really liked that dual meaning kind of did the system did the god emperor answer the prayer? Is this all just kind of the way it happens always? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Very cool. Yeah, there's some cool stuff. Uh, the wording was a little clunky sometimes, but fuck, my reading is clunky most of the time, so... What do you do? What do you fucking do? You're just an island boy now. Yeah. I, yeah. That's it. We're lucky I learned to read this well before I got to the island. And you haven't forgotten it since getting here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, other things I like, I like how you have kind of really painted a picture of how your tabletop army works. Um, I can picture exactly, you got your guardsmen, you got these sweet drop fortifications, and you just orbital bomb, or, uh, artillery barrage people. And I can see your army just laid out, like you clearly probably play guardsmen, and so this is a battle. I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm sure you were. Yeah, yeah. all the colors and the schemes yeah. and the plots and the <laughs> the dice or something. On the dice. <laughs> the other really cool picture that you kind of really painted in my head was these drop fortifications mm. that they shoot out of their fucking spaceships into the planet and they're like these marble fortifications with these you know, lavish grand statues on the side, golden <laughs> statues on the side of like sisters of battle with their bolt rifles or like monks in prayer and all That's these. Dope. Yeah. And they just shoot it into the earth and then like create this fortification. I really like this concept. Yeah. I would like to see that like on a board. Yeah. I, be sweet. 40K has like a couple units like that where you can drop buildings and stuff, but, um, I don't know, fuck Green it. stuff. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you, do whatever you want. It's, it's your 40k. You live your life. No, cool story. I liked it. Yeah, very cool story. Thank you so much, Julian, for sharing. Um, if you guys have a story you want to submit, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to sign up to the Patreon. Uh, $1 helps me a lot. I live alone on an island with B. He's like trapped here. Like, pay the man, you know? Yeah, like, you know, I, I, I need my island bucks. <laughs> I got chickens to feed. <laughs> yeah, yo. we got chickens to feed now. We're trying to buy a sheep here, okay? Yeah, I'm trying to buy a sheep. The send me a hundred bucks. Cut. and Yeah, if you send me a hundred bucks, I'll buy a sheep. You know, that's the goal. That's my Patreon and goal. And even better, you can get on here and record with the Marcus <laughs> of Nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, also, I do have guests on. Come join the Patreon. Patreon, or just shoot me a message like it's as much as I want your money it's not about money it's about friendships here at Lorehammer listener lore so I'll see you all on the next episode <laughs> bye baddie B <laughs> adios <laughs>
lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.